the ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. Don't fuck with Mr. Zero. Just don't, okay? I've dealt with crazier bitches than you. And Paula. Thank you for lobbing it or throbbing it my direction. Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. It's The Ugly Truth, episode 140. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm It's just not going to get better. Uh, did, did I have any kind of like... No, you had no little flutter in your throat. I was throat. just... Uh, you were trying to do the, the Christina I fl- Aguilar and I flatlined. Uh, I totally flatlined. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. It's I can fine. probably explain that later. Okay. Welcome, everyone. Thank you, listeners, for downloading the show. Hey, if you love us... You'll use our links on the Ugly Mall and you'll shop through Amazon and Avon. I swear to God, guys, do it. Thank you. So welcome to The Ugly Truth. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Although it doesn't really feel like it, given the political climate. But it is is December. (laughs) Could people be any more negative? I just don't understand. You'd think that, you know running a campaign you'd actually want to be more positive although i've never seen people say such horrible things with (laughs) smiles on their faces no kidding and carly fiorina if you're listening because you know i'm i'm sure she listens to our show she's a total core listener Mm -hmm. any more lip gloss ever or botox ever again stop with the botox and the lip gloss you make my lips feel gummy so she's got a lot of lip going on. I swear to God, I don't know who her makeup artist is, but I'm just like God. Enough it's with the like, Bonnie Bell. With her lip gloss, it's like watching the sunrise. It's very bright. It's very brilliant. It's like a it. shiny. Is she trying to be like a shiny lure? Like a, trying to gather fish? It makes my lips uncomfortable because I feel like it's like wet and wild sixth grade all over again. Yeah, like the Bonnie Bell uh, rollerball lip gloss, the flavored bubblegum lip gloss. And I just feel like myself is applying it over and over and over and over. Maybe it's a nervous habit where she just continues to apply lip gloss. And I just keep waiting like for them to zoom in on her talking and just like seeing, you know, the, the, <laughs> the little... strings attached <laughs> from like, you know. <laughs> well, what I was thinking is like, you know, all of those uh, fundraising luncheons and dinners she goes to, it's like, well, we know where Carly sits. Look at her water glass. God. It looks like there was a slime attack over Seriously, there. Seriously, it looks like a snail was there. Like a snail was slugging around yeah, on that glass, on that goblet. Someone's yes. uh, vagina was sitting on her That's glass. What I, well, I wanted to say that, but I knew you would say it. I was kind of giving it to you. Gross. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for <laughs> lobbing it or throbbing it my direction. So. Gross. You're welcome. All right. So last weekend... We talked about my anniversary gift, which was this last weekend. Daryl and I went to an Oakland Raiders game in Oakland. Hells yeah. It was an interesting, fun event. (laughs) What? I just can't wait because, I mean, when you say an interesting, (laughs) fun event, I'm just like, okay, well, that doesn't sound good. Okay. I have never been to an NFL game ever. So this was all new for me. Everything was new. So we're driving into Oakland. No problems whatsoever. I have. Okay. So when you're at an Oakland Raider game and it's a home game, every they wear their black jerseys. And I don't have a black Raider jersey. Producer Dub got his Raider jersey the night before. I have a Raider jersey. It's a Victoria's Secret pink NFL, not pink the color, the brand. Right. Jersey. It's white with black writing that says Raiders. And the established in 1960 is in silver bling yeah i was all excited about it (laughs) so then the closer we get to the event i said i'm wearing a white jersey to a home game is that like inappropriate i feel like that's not appropriate he's like no you'll go you'll see everybody wears anything raider goes 
it doesn't matter because producer Dub used to go to Raider games all the time when he was a kid. Well, it probably so. doesn't matter because it's cold anyway. It is, but still, you don't walk in there without some kind of gear on. You mean so- you weren't topless with, you know, your breasts painted black and gray? <laughs> With little silver nips net covering? No. Yeah. No, none of that. But I did see, you know, when you watch the games on TV and you see all those people that look kind of, you know, terrifying and they have all of their gear on? We were watching the game because we were looking for you guys. And right, right. Ryan paused it because he's just like, <laughs> Mom, look, this guy's dressed up as a bear and that guy's a pirate. And, you know, they it was like it was like cosplay or something like yes. that. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I'm just like, I, I'm like, what is that? What does that have to do with anything? And I'm like, it's a well, freaking football game. But, you know me, I don't get anything. So. Well, the Raiders, that's, you know, pirate Raiders, you know, so the skull and crossbones. That's What's their- a Raider? A pirate. It is? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, have you, if you look at the logo, there's this cross swords. and Jamie, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you. Do okay. You no, I appreciate it. All right. Thank you yes, for the knowledge. No, I'm, you're welcome. And so we- Sure, I'll pull, use it. Okay. So we left at 8.45 in the morning because the, the benefit of, of having some connections is that we were getting media passes. And oh. so we were going to the media will call area. And then we were going to be escorted onto the field to be able to walk around before the game started. But we had seats in a suite as well. So we leave at 8.45. We get to the exit. And all we see are big signs that say, main lot full, overflow parking only, go right. And I'm like, overflow parking? And he goes, oh, man, already? The main lot opened at like 9. So it was already full. Wow. And so I said, well, what does this mean for us? He goes, well, it means we have to park in overflow. And I said, and? And we have to walk over the freeway. Fabulous. So we park, and it is just teeming with Raider fans. There are barbecues. The, the tailgating is out of control. It's awesome, by the way. I'm not complaining. It was really cool. Yeah. I've never seen football tailgating in my life. So to me, I was like, it was like, wow, look at it. All the, look at all the celebration. Look at everything. <laughs> the people were like exhibits to you at a, like they an art were. museum. And listen, they set their areas up like a bar. So there's just lines of barbecues and lines of, you know, there's a bar set up in the back of trucks and, you know, kids running around and lots of large people in big black jerseys honey it's so neat (laughs) of course now deb used to do this like they did this was a weekend ritual for him for real for real (laughs) so here was here was my mistake in my brain i went you know what because daryl goes do you have a hat or something and i said no why he goes for him he was wanting to wear oakland a raider hat and i said i have one and it's it's not a girl hat it's a just a regular old (laughs) raider hat like a a floppy sun hat or beach hat or something no 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 but i said it's not a hat that has like little rhinestones on or anything it's just a regular old black raider hat that i bought it's unisex essentially and i said you can wear it if i can find it but i i have no idea we have so many hats so I said, no, I'm not going to wear one. So I did my hair. I curled it. It looked really cute. I had my little blingy white jersey on. <laughs> that probably threw caution to the wind as soon as you stepped out of the car. It was a mistake because <laughs> I immediately had, you know, I have very straight, fine hair. My hair does not frizz we or do anything do. weird. But in this weather, it was frizzy. And frizzy. Not, not Afro frizzy, just like... It was full of tangles because of the wind and the the drizzle and all the hair product. My hair gets stringy and gross. I didn't get stringy because I had so much hair product in it, but it was just not comfortable or attractive. Did you look like a did you look like a like a prostitute? No, what I looked like was, you know, those storybooks with children where the little sister always has bedhead and it always just kind of looks like a little hot mess. And the older sister's always trying to, like Ramona and Beezus, there's always like, they're always trying to corral this wild child. That's how we feel about Olivia. She perpetually wakes up with the back of her head, (laughs) like her hair 
always mm-hmm. sticks up and it's tangled. And so yes. we're always trying to comb it and keep it calmed You're down. You're always trying to d- hurt it somehow. And she's always looking... brushing her hair, but she never brushes the back. So everything <laughs> from the front is fine. And then she turns to walk away it and the like back an is just like, you know, it's like a bird's nest. Exactly. So that's kind of what my hair felt like. But you know what's great is I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And everybody is a Raider fan and they're all awesome. I will say this about the Raider Nation. It is predominantly our people. And I got to tell you, you really embrace your Mexican heritage when really? you're surrounded Raiders, by it. Mexicans. Okay, okay. What a shock, right? No, not I a shock would have at thought all. no, I would have thought, no. you know, a nice blend of, you know, African Americans, Mexicans. Oh, there are. Know. There are definitely there it is definitely a melting pot of all colors, creeds, everything. I saw Every single possible color of the crayon box at the Raider. I game. would just expect a lot of people from the school of hard knocks. Well, yes. But here, this is the other thing that was cool. So we get our tickets and we're standing there in the media circle. I meet Chino, who is fantastic. Okay. I mean, they, everybody was so great. And I thought, God, I, and I even told Chino, I said, I feel like I'm home. It feels like home here because we're Bay Area people. And it just... I always, every time, every time I've been to Oakland, I feel that way. Everybody's so casual and cool, unassuming, Did accepting. you say, like, I feel like I'm in, in Mikasa? <laughs> well, you know what? We, he bought us a round of drinks, and we all, you know, did the salute, and it was really fun. And it was just so great to be around them. And we had a great host, uh, hostess who came around. She said, you know, she works for the Raiders. And she said, okay, well, I'm going to sh- show you where everything is. We're going to go down to the field. You guys have VIP passes. So you basically have the run of the place. You can go wherever you want. So the first time I saw the field, which we were up high over where the DJ, where, where Chino and, and Jay were, they DJ up at the top so they can see everything. It was like seeing the Colorado mountains for the first time. When the first time I saw the Rockies in person, yeah. It was like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. It's so monumental. So when I finally got to see the actual field, the Raider field, I was like giddy. It was like meeting a celebrity or something. It was so great. So then she escorts us down and she says, we're going to take the media elevators because it's you know, because I want to, and we don't, I don't want to walk all the way down to the, through the tunnel. She goes, and plus, I'm sure you want to walk through the tunnel. And I said, I would love to walk through the tunnel where the players come out and run out. So we got into the media elevator and it's sli- it's just jam packed full of reporters and photographers and, you know, little assistants and little, you know, agents, player agents. They're all in there. So I'm butting up against the back of the elevator and this guy with this camera with probably I, it must have been two and a half feet long, his lens and everything was covered. And he was we were practically like kissing. We were so close. And I said, how many pictures do you take in one game? Like 2,000? He goes, probably three or more. Wow. He goes, the the hard part is going through them all. And I said, I would love your job. Love your job. It would be so great. He's like, well, it doesn't suck. You know, it's a fun fun job. Sure. So it was neat meeting all those types of people, you know. And so we're getting ready to go down the stairs. And what I didn't realize is we were right next to the Kansas City locker room. I didn't realize it was like right there. Did you see any (laughs) of them naked? No, they were all getting ready to go on the field. Oh. So it was like it was like 30 minutes before the game started. So it wasn't like we had, well, you know. That's too bad. So we're walking down and all these players start coming out. Now, in your mind, you're going, well, these can't be like the players. These have to be like the third string backup special, you know, maybe the practice team or something like that. <laughs> it doesn't register in your brain that it might be the actual starters. What, the decoy players? Yeah, like the pretend <laughs> players, right? So all of a sudden, Daryl goes, do you know you're walking next to? And I go, I go, no, because I didn't see his jersey number. So he passes me because they're running down the stairs. Not running, but, you know, going downstairs. It was Jeremy Macklin, the Mr. Man. And now I know you don't do a lot of football, but Jeremy Macklin is one of the big Everybody knows who he is if you follow football. I would have no clue. So we go on the field, and it was quite the thrill. It was very cool to see So did you get to be on the field during any game time? No, no. Oh, okay. And so, and there were so many people, and the Raiderettes were there. And by the way, the Raiderettes, Mm -hmm. not Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. 
Well, of course they aren't, Jeannie. Not the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Well, let's be honest. I mean, the Raiders are having a good year, but yeah. the rest of the time, come on. <laughs> I was actually quite surprised. First of all, this is what I noticed about the Raiderettes. When I'm watching, I'm watch- and I watched every performance they did, because you know. I know. Once you've been a cheerleader, you will always be a cheerleader, and you will criticize every cheerleading thing you ever see. Right? Unless you go to Dallas Cowboys. Unless you're a DCC, then you're like, I would, I would do anything to be a DCC. And to this I'm day, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I swear to God, Paula, if I had known anything about the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders to the level I know now, when I was 18, I would have driven my ass to Dallas and tried out. You should have. My point is, is that I watched them and I, I had nothing nice to say about the Raiders. <laughs> I felt bad about it but not really now i've talked about it in the past but not really specifically on this show about my participation in a fantasy football league there's a tight end named travis kelsey and he plays for kansas city and he's one of the best tight ends in the league but anyway so we're standing on the field and we're right on the 10 yard line on the sidelines and they're all working out now i see travis kelsey and i'm staring at him not lustfully but i'm staring at him like this is so surreal And Daryl goes, "Uh, Kelsey's staring at you. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, is he looking right at me? He's like, he's looking dead on in your face. And I went, wow, this is so weird. It's like, I almost want to go out there and go, hello, Travis. (laughs) How are you? I go, why do you think he's staring at me? Do you think he's staring at me because I'm staring at him? And he goes, I don't think so. And I said, this is really weird. And then he went and caught and then he ran off and did his thing. But it was so cool to have this weird moment with my tight end that he doesn't even know who I am, of course. But I mean, it was just such a cool, weird, surreal moment. You should check the missed connections on Craigslist. <laughs> For Oakland? Yeah. You. See if you. He... wearing a white, glittery t-shirt with big boobs. Me. I was wearing red, yellow, and white. <laughs> and a helmet. Anyway, so we, we get into our suite. They just cater to you like no other we got to see a hall of fame ring presentation tim brown which was amazing we had a great time and now i sent you that picture right yes the Flyboy. he looked like superman daryl goes your sister would be dying right now and i said i know she does have a thing for pretty boys you know he was a little too pretty paula he was gorgeous maybe it was just a bad picture then but i do like them pretty but i like me some scruff let me so. tell you something about this gentleman. He was probably 6'3", and he had he had muscles on him that were that were literally rippling through his flight suit. <laughs> he was so good looking. I don't like him that pretty, but I can tell you that I found that that one attractive. He was very good looking. Now, this is a guy who he was one of the men that flew the jets over the stadium when Mickey Thomas from Jefferson Starship was the one that sang the Star Spangled Banner. So he did it. And I said, well, color me impressed. That was really, really well done. And it was. It was really great. And then the jets flew over and it was awesome. And then about 20 minutes later, these guys show up in our suite. And I went, who is that? And it's all the flyboys came in. Nice. But anyway, overall, you know, the Raiders did really well until the end where they basically gift wrapped the game to Kansas City. It was three minutes to go, and I said, we need to leave. And Daryl goes, you want to go? And I go, honey, it's 32 to 20. Nothing's happening in three minutes. Let's get out of here. So we we took off and hiked all the way back over the overpass. But anyway, it was a great experience. And so the next day, Daryl goes, do you want to do it again? I said, you know, I do, but it is really a Megilla to do it. It's not an easy thing. It's not an easy that's the second episode you Our second episode, you've used the word Megilla. Thanks, Mom. That's Mom's word, Magilla. You have to stop. You're getting old. (laughs) You don't have to tell me. I know I am. (laughs) If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. And now, back to the truth. Do you want to tell me about Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell? Oh, only that apparently every few years a rumor pops up that they got married because they they are not married. Why would they get married at this point? That's ridiculous. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. And I, I've always admired the relationship. And Kurt Russell is one of the only older men who I find ridiculously attractive. 
and I don't know what it is. I think it's the blue eyes. I really have a thing for blue eyes, but he's just so ruggedly handsome. He does kind of pull off that... I don't know how to explain his look. It is rugged, but it yeah. is also... He's also um, got that jawline. It's pretty dimples. It's pretty raw. He's got good hair. Yeah, he does have good hair. And but he hasn't let himself go at all. Like, he's not paunchy. No, you know, he definitely kind of keeps in shape. But, I mean, he's distributed pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like he's got a good structure. He does have a good structure. and But what I love about it is that they have a good understanding of each other. I also heard, though, that they have an open relationship, too. I don't think it's open all the time. <laughs> what? They have seasons, like, you know, hunting seasons? <laughs> well, the way Goldie Hawn discussed it, this was a f- this was quite a few years ago. She said, I recognize that he's a man. He is, his eye wanders. She does not threaten or... She basically allows him to be a man in the sense that not, not necessarily screwing other women, but that he is attracted to other people. And I don't know, I don't think he has full-on relationships outside of their relationship. I just think that she accepts that he's this guy who enjoys the vis- the, the view, maybe. So he scratches the itch as, ne- as needed. I never got the impression that he fucked around. I-, I got the impression that he appreciated the opposite sex and that she didn't try to necessarily stifle it that's not the definition of an open relationship no i don't i don't think it's open in the sense that she just lets him go and dick around i don't think it's like that i think that maybe they've had some issues in the past and she could either accept it or she could just end the terminate the relationship and i don't think i think she chose to kind of i think they just chose to come to their own meeting of the minds do you know why they decided to never get married she had a really bad marriage with her first husband and she just vowed that she would never do it again and i think they like the the fact that they can just walk out and not have all this mess if it didn't work and it's always worked for them they don't tell anybody else what to do it's just their thing i told daryl i said honestly if we did not have children i would be really cool with that arrangement Personally, I don't necessarily feel like marriage is necessary if you're if you're committed, but that's just me. But once you have kids, it's really hard to well, that's different. continue with that because, you know, we we had children. We, we walked into this relationship with children. And to me, to explain to your children that you love, that you care for together, that you're not married is weird. Now, Goldie and Kurt don't have kids together. They're all her kids. Yeah. So speaking of kids, there's a lot of child activity going on in the entertainment world. Yeah, um, a lot of babies. Yeah. Ice Tea and Coco, they had a baby named uh, Chanel, which I Coco think is Chanel. actually a really cute name. Chanel's cute considering that Coco's her mom. Yes. I get it. I get it. <laughs> The iced tea cocoa thing, I mean, her pregnancy was really weird, the way they were kind of Yeah, it was doing weird. It. I mean, I think she had the baby early, for She sure. did. Well, the baby was tiny. It was only five pounds. Five pounds, yeah. She, well, I mean, did you see she barely had a bump? Well, now she's posting pictures of, like, her post-pregnancy body and everything. I'm like, you had a five-pound baby. It was like a, it was like an apple seed. It was like a giant turd one weekend. You know, it was nothing. And, and she barely had a baby bump. And she's like, well, I was pretty fit before I had my baby and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, which she was. I mean, she's, yeah. you know, she definitely exercises and all of that. So, yeah. you know, more power to her. But I just think that she might be one of those women who gets really concerned about weight gain and, and taking care of herself in lieu of having a healthy baby. I just wonder if perhaps she may be was a little too concerned about weight gain. Why would she be concerned about weight gain? She's got like the biggest ass next to Kim Kardashian. I, well, I don't, first of all, I don't think it's real. Second. Well, I don't think either one of them have real asses. I don't either. I think Kim Kardashian's is real, but. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, but. Um, the baby's adorable and it looks she's just gorgeous. like. She looks just like Ice-T, which she I does think look is like Ice-T. so cute. 
Well, they put that little do rag on her when she was first born. I went, oh my god, it's a baby ice. <laughs> well, because it has dimp- the baby has it's dimples. The cutest thing. Well, first of all, I don't think that Ice T is very unattractive. I think he's kind of a good looking dude. Oh no, he's definitely got very striking features. Yes, I, his eyes are fantastic, very and nice. he does have great um, dimples. But uh-huh. um, the other one, okay, so everybody's like, okay, what is Kim and Kanye gonna name their baby boy? And they named oh. him Saint. Not that I actually cared because I just I, I have, we knew it was going to be something unusual. You know, I have no ill feelings towards the Kardashian family. I'm just so oversaturated with them, yeah, absolutely. and so I just I don't really care anymore what they do with themselves. And I I guess my whole question on the baby thing is: first of all, I you know I love babies. If I if I were to hold one right now, my ovaries would go into overdrive. Oh my god! It's just that you hold a baby and you smell their little fuzzy head, and they're so warm and snuggly and loving and sweet, and you're just like, this is why they are they come out like this. So we'll keep having them. Do you know that in my house, and I I may have said this before, like, and and I think marketing people have caught on to this that mm. if you put like newborn babies in commercials because oh there's like an abundance of commercials with newborn babies in them like life insurance commercials or diaper commercials obviously well yes but there was there's one commercial i believe it's johnson and johnson where they have that just the cutest baby i've ever seen in my life in a bathtub with her fuzzy black hair and she kind of smiles at the commercial it could be that one. And then there's the one where I don't know what the commercial is, which obviously that's bad marketing because I don't know what the commercial is. But we just well, that's because we're just baby minded. The line is because they miss you. And uh-huh. it shows the little baby and it's like its arm it like becomes loose from the snuggly blanket, you know, and <laughs> yes. it's and it's got and its mouth kind of opens. And I'm just like, I almost start to cry. Give me that baby so in my house. Even the children have become conditioned to look at me and be like, Mom, are you all right? Oh, because God. Victor has always, you know, because I have a look on my face like, ah. Well, you what know. I do, I don't even do the look. I, last night, I just turned to Daryl and I go, you know what? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> he looks at me. He's not undoing it. He looks at me wearily. He goes, honey, you make beautiful babies. I'm like, don't I? Don't I make beautiful children? Can you imagine if we had another tiny Malia running around right now? How beautiful that would be? He's like, <sighs> and he holds his head. He yes. would do it, you know. Um, not now. He's pretty. He's pretty resolute. It's not There's happening. No way he would tell you no. He's told me no many, many times. Really? We're too old, We're too old Paula. We're not even. You're not our... that old. Look at freaking. Halle Berry and Gwen Stefani and the rest of the whoever's. It's not about the age factor. Let the dream die. Yeah, I know. That's But, however, that is really not the point. The point is not so much having the child. It's that Daryl has plans. He doesn't want to raise children until we're 75. He wants to do other things. (laughs) He doesn't want to work forever. He wants to travel. He wants to vacation. He wants to retire with money in his pocket. So I have to respect that. You know, we've had our children. And I think this is why grandchildren are so beloved. Because... We it's been so long since we've held a baby in our arms that by the time we get them, we're like, I'm never letting you go. That because is true. That's what the grandchildren are for. You did just marry off a child and you did just have a child, another child celebrate their 20th birthday. So you guys aren't. It's only a matter of time. You are within arm's reach of grandchildren, I guess. It's true. I mean, if any of my children were to have a baby, I would be the youngest grandmother I know. However, it's okay. I mean, it wouldn't it's not be, okay, but you know what I'm saying. No, I get what you're saying. So, and in regards to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, like I said, as much as I, I don't, I don't have ill will towards them, and I don't really care what they do as far as their baby name. I think it's completely and incredibly indulgent. I think oh, yeah. they bestowed themselves to be some sort of royalty among society, but <laughs> I think they're the only people that they're think the only that. People that think yeah, that, yes. I, I, I don't know in what world they live in or what planet. I yeah. think they live in Uranus, honestly. Well, it's the reason that I brought up the the whole baby thing is that I'm struggling to understand why people who have a known 
name, you know, uh, celebrity, notoriety of any kind, whatever, however we, the average, you know, the unwashed masses know who you are. Why do they feel compelled to name their poor children these horribly weird names? What is Anne Hathaway going to name her baby? Like, is it going to be Anne? Do you think she'll name her baby after herself? Like, I mean, what do we know? I mean, Apple? Gwyneth Paltrow named her child Apple. I was thinking Peach. I don't know. I just... I don't get it. We should start a betting pool of, like, the names we think Anne Hathaway will name her child. I should have named my child Cole, so it would be Coal Miner. And then somebody (laughs) goes, well, it's not that weird if it had been a boy. I'm like, well, that's exactly it. That's why it would have to be a girl, and it would have to be named Cole, C-O-A-L. No, someone one-upped you, though, and said, what would have been better if you hadn't changed your name to Cole, Cole. and then you had a daughter, and then they would have been the Coal Miner's Miner's daughter, daughter, which is perfect. And I'm like, perfect! Well, what was funny is Daryl actually had made that joke before I posted that. Oh. And then he read, he read, my friend wrote that. And he goes, <laughs> fuck, yep, he won up before I could do it. And I said, well, you actually did it first. I just teed it up for the first person to think of it. They just didn't know. Okay, I got yes. it. I got but it. anyway, I thought, well, I guess we'll have to find out what, you know, Miss Hathaway names her spawn. It'll be something odd, I'm sure. But I don't, I don't get, know. you know, I don't understand this weird, this weirdness to name their child something unusual somebody goes i'm naming my baby seven and it's like yeah well, i was exactly. watching regis not regis and kelly oh my regis. god oh my god how, how long has that been god you Jeez. are a relic you know what i am so on edge right now i am just so <laughs> on edge i am like exhausted with christmas and I know. it's not even close to christmas but i'm not I, i'm the opposite you I'm haven't literally- done anything christmas we got our tree up. It's decorated. And I've purchased mm, a smattering of gifts, okay. but nothing significant. And I probably have less than five gifts left to purchase. Yeah. yeah. So basically what happened was is that I have done almost all of my Christmas shopping on Amazon. And I don't have to do that. I could go out and go shopping, but it's just so much easier to go to one place and get everything and have it shipped to the house. Right. Because then I don't have to go out, find a parking spot, go to like seven different stores. And, you know, if they don't have the size that I want or they're out of the one that I want, so I have to go to a different store and or they can call that store. And I'm just like, oh, I don't even want to deal with it. Right. And so I just have everything come here. Hmm. And so that traditionally works well. And, and this is how I've done it for years now. Yeah. That was fine up until yesterday, where one of my parcels did not arrive as it was supposed to. And so the post office had left a notice saying that, you know, we weren't home. They attempted delivery mm-hmm. and that we needed to go to the post office and pick up our packages. And it said we had five packages. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's fine. So we went to the post office waited there she came back and she's like here are your four parcels and i'm like well the notice says we have five and she's like well i only have four for your address and i'm like okay Hmm. maybe he made a mistake so we go home open the packages compare it to you know what amazon had said and according to amazon one of the packages contained you know like x amount of items so clearly we were still missing one parcel right and Based on that parcel, it actually had a different parcel number. And so I went back to the post office and said, here's the parcel number. It says we still are missing one package. You know, I'm not sure what to do. So she says, okay. She's like, well, let me write down that parcel number. Let me go look. She's gone for 20 minutes. 20 minutes? 20 minutes. And so I've got people behind me. And they're just like, well, this is taking a really long time. And, you know, maybe she doesn't realize other people are gone. And, you know, I only have 15 minutes. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if you only have 15 minutes, then you shouldn't be coming to the post office, bitch. But, <laughs> you know, and then they're just like, oh, this is ridiculous. And blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. Well, maybe we should ring the bell to let them know that other people are waiting and blah, blah, blah. So she comes, the girl behind me comes from in front of me and rings the bell. And so I'm like, if that person comes out and they're pissed, I'm going to point at you. Yeah. I didn't say anything, but I'm just standing there because I'm trying to be patient. Because I'm like, you know, this isn't this person's fault, you know. That they're digging around looking right. for you your know, package. I don't even know whose fault this would be, but this right. isn't this person's fault. So 
she comes back and she says, sorry, I can't find it. I said, okay. I'm like, well, what do we do now? And she says, well, we'll have to talk to the mail carrier when he comes back. And I said, well, can you call him? And she's like, well, I don't have any way to reach him. Oh, the post, the the delivery guy? The mail carrier. Yeah. Well, don't they have cell phones like every other normal human That's what I said. I'm like, I'm like, well, don't you have a number on file? And she's just like, well, I don't have access to that information. And I said, well, do you have like a supervisor or something that can call him? And she's like, I could. Yeah. She's like, I'll I'll go get the supervisor. And so she went somewhere. I'm already exhausted. Came back and she says, okay, the supervisor will be out shortly. So I said, okay, I'm going to step aside so these people can, you know, take care of their business and I'll be waiting. Right. So I'm standing there waiting. 25 minutes goes by. Paula. And so she is helping these people. And then she peeks her head out and then she looks at me and she's like, the supervisor hasn't come out to talk to you. And I said, I'm like, would I be still standing here if he had? <laughs> My God. And she's like, oh, she's like, let me go check. And I'm just like, okay. Oh, God. This is the and federal employees, everyone. This is why the post office is dying. I call Victor and because he's at home because I'm just like, stay here in case, you know, the post office comes because I'm right. thinking this package. And yes, so Victor had to go to work that night and he works for the army. And I'm like thinking, well, maybe he can leave a little early and come here because he goes to work in his uniform. And that usually expedites things miraculously. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe he can come here and see if that will, you know, help along the process. Right. I'm on the phone with him and someone else comes to the counter, like another worker. And I said, yeah, I said, they they can't find the box. And I'm waiting for the supervisor. And the other person that came to the counter, she's like, supervisor? She's like, oh, she's like, you won't be able to talk to the supervisor. And I said, excuse me? And she's like, well, there's two supervisors. She's like, one of them's out sick and the other one's on a teleconference. What? So were they just dicking around with you? I said, why didn't someone tell me? And she's like, I thought the other person told you. And I'm like, no one fucking told me. And so then I (laughs) just started screaming. (gasps) You were that girl? I was so mad. And so I stormed out of the office. I was screaming and swearing the whole way because I had lost it. I had been patient the whole time. No, you're right. I I can't imagine being there for an hour and not leaving personally. So I almost paused. So as soon as I got in the car, I started crying. Of course. (laughs) Even though I never cry. Well, I was bad. And so I was positive by now. They had probably put out like a bolo for me like a be on the lookout and they <laughs> went through their security cams and printed out my picture no. and like be on a lookout for a girl in a pink hoodie and who is five <laughs> foot three and they probably put some ungodly weight you know for me <laughs> and it. it's just so that was that day and then we went to and I know you always judge me. We're at Walmart. Yes, I do judge you because it's not worth the savings. We're on a budget, but... It's not worth it. It's not even enough to be a budget anything. It's not that cheaper. <laughs> we were in the gift wrap section. Right. And I was trying to pick the gift wrap. And you can get wrapped in, like, the packages. So... Right. Instead of the individual rolls or whatever. Okay. But, like, once you pick the packages of like like five rolls mm-hmm. you're kind of committed to that theme for the year and okay. so I was struggling you didn't want to commit to a theme I just couldn't decide and there was one I really liked but it was all blue and I'm like we will literally have a blue Christmas <laughs> and- you know what's so funny Daryl's the same way he needs variety when it comes to wrapping we I am not a I am not good at wrapping gifts I'm not very good at wrapping them, period, but I'm also, like, I don't give a shit because I know we're just going to rip it all off and throw it all away in a matter of moments. So to me, does anybody really care if it's all the same? Well, apparently, according to you and Daryl, yes, it does matter. There has to be a variety. So I'm like, okay, I'll get the blue gift wrap, but I'm like, maybe I can get, like, variety colored bows to add, like, Mm -hmm. a flare of color. But that w- I'm like, Bo, it's not going to look good. So I'm like, well, maybe uh, the gift tags, like the stickers that you put on yeah. there. Right. I'll get those ones. And so I was looking through all that. So we were there for like over an hour because of me. 
and I was Trying looking. Trying to pick rolling paper. And then I was like in there going through my mind. I'm like, okay, so the gifts that we have, I'm like, which ones need boxes? Right. Which ones already are coming in boxes? So you're giving yourself an aneurysm. Like after an hour, I'm, I was told, I told Victor, I'm like, just put it all back. I, let's just go home. I can't do this right now. I, I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I let's just leave and so he's like all right are, are you sure i'm like i'm sure let's just go so i had a, a complete and total meltdown in walmart over gift wrapped have you thought about looking online like on I amazon i tried and the gift wrap is just really expensive and oh, so okay. yes. yes i think what it is because you know me i'm a planner yes i wrote a list down yesterday of everyone's name i have check marks next to everyone who has presence like on the premises yeah you know, they have apps for that. Really cool apps, too, by the way. I just like my notebooks and my pens oh. and all the, all my little things. And so sure, once sure. all the presents are here and then I can actually see, like, what what needs what, then right. I will do all my things. But I was just trying to, like, get ahead of myself. And, and you shouldn't have. No. And I just, yes. I, I overwhelmed myself. Okay. So not to pick at a scab, but did you get? The package that was missing? Yes, I ordered the... I ordered... What I'm saying is, how did you actually get it in your in your paws? Did the did the mailman get it to you? So when you I finally go? got home... Yes. The mailman, he had it on his truck the whole time. And he delivered it. Okay. So I don't know why he had a separate tracking number. Okay, and I don't so know why he wrote up. down five packages. Maybe he forgot to leave it. Maybe he left it on his truck. I don't know I what he it. did. Our our mailman is an idiot. I mean, we've, we've oh, yeah. known this the whole time, but you, you know, <laughs> and that's what I said. I'm like, I would call and complain, but I'm like, who am I going to call? The president? I mean, yeah. really? Really? There's no one. The postmaster general in Washington, D.C.? And I'm just like, honestly, and I'm like, if you go to that post office, there is not a worker that isn't a female over the age of 60. It's like menopause central over there. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, we have a crazy male person. We had a crazy male person, the woman, who God, used I... to wear nylons under her shorts. God. She had wild blonde hair, and she was the one where Kenzie wrote a note to the mailman because a package was delivered damaged or something. I can't remember specifically what it was, but she came to my door and started yelling at me. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. And I'm like, crazy bitch. It's a child who wrote that note. Can you not tell by the writing? I mean, yeah, really. She's like, well, you is, need to let them know. And I go, your you need to know. And see, the thing is, is once people start to tell me what I need to know, I'm going to tell you what you need to know, bitch. Let right. me tell you something about me. Okay. Let me tell you something. And and I'm like, don't, don't fuck with Mr. Zero. Just don't. <laughs> okay. I've dealt with crazier bitches than you. Get the hell out of my face, deliver my goddamn mail, and let's be done with it. And, I mean, we now we have a very nice, polite, postal delivery man who does his job very, very well. well she no I longer wish, exists in my life, and I'm very glad. I wish our mailman did his job well, but he doesn't, and so... <laughs> but he somehow got it to you. Yes, it made it to its way, which... And that's why I was so upset, because... I had ordered this thing called the Elf on the Shelf, which right. I think a lot of people have heard of. I don't know Everyone if it's a, knows. a new thing or in the last few years, it's kind of, you know, gained speed. Well, social media has made it very popular. Yes. And yes. so I wanted to do it for my kids and I was very excited. But I had some misconceptions about it that were positive. But now having it and having read the book, I did not know. Well, what's the deal? Don't you just put it in compromising positions at night before you go to bed and then the kids wake up and see it? That's not what the book says. There's a book? Yes. The oh. elf comes with a book. The book says that the elf goes to the North Pole every night and tells Santa whether the kids are naughty or nice. And then oh. it comes back every day and it watches the kids <gasps> and you can't touch it. Otherwise... You take away its magic and it won't be able to go back to the North Pole at night. I'd be like, kids, touch it. Now, as far as it getting into shenanigans and things mm -hmm. like that, no idea where that came from. So that's something that someone just started to do. That has just evolved over time. So the elf is supposed to just sit on a mantle somewhere and watch your that's children. That's why they call it elf on a shelf, because it's okay. literally sat somewhere and just, you know, is a 
basically a peeping Tom, for lack of a better term. You know what? That is a really creepy tradition. Well, and so... I don't like it at all. That's why I I Googled it last night, and there has been some controversy over it, because people thought the concept was a bit creepy. That is creepy. So I think that's probably why people have evolved it a little bit. I see. You know, and and I I used it to my advantage last night, you know, when Ryan wasn't doing his homework. I'm like, Ryan, buddy's watching you. You know, so. so you are using it, you evil, <laughs> evil parents. You're so mean. The holidays are almost here, which means it's time to start your shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that, especially if you do what Jamie and Paula did and sign up for an Amazon Prime membership. I mean, who doesn't like free and unlimited two-day shipping, right? And right now, you can get a 30-day trial of Amazon Prime for free if you use the link in our Ugly Mall. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. This will be the first uh, holiday season in which uh, producer Dub's daughter will not be around. Yes. She will be starting her own traditions with her newly married self in Virginia. And so, you know, he's not down in the dumps or anything like that. It's just there's a little, there's a tinge of change and it feels different. Yeah, change is is hard no matter, you know, what it is. Well, especially with somebody like Daryl who really loves Christmas. I mean, he just loves the season. Oh, God. Well, you always described him as Clark. He's Clark. I call him Sparky because when (laughs) once Thanksgiving hits, it's, it's game on for the Christmas fun. You know, he looks forward, you know, he takes days off so that we can do the tree. And he looks forward to Christmas Eve in which we go upstairs and we wrap all the presents. And it's like two in the morning when we finish. And then we take them all downstairs the second we know. And what's funny is that the older the kids get, the later it is before we can take them downstairs. Oh, you guys wrap yours the night before? Yes, it's a tradition. It's something that Daryl and I do. We have our cocktails and we wrap presents and then... We get angry at each other because someone's always stealing the good scissors. And why are you not putting bows on everything? I'm like, what does it matter? He's like, you have to put bows on every gift. I'm like, all right, fine, God. You know, we like like, wrap ours pure. Like the only present that's left to be wrapped usually is the mm -hmm. one from Santa. No, we don't see everything just miraculously arrives Christmas morning. And then we have, you know, the kids have stockings and we fill those completely with gift cards and candy and little things. You know, we I always, to get my little bit of nostalgia going, I buy them like a Hot Wheel and then I buy the kids like Skipper dolls, you know, to remind them of You know of, what? We you know, don't do use. stockings. That's the funny part. We love it. Well, even the even Ryan said last year, he's like, are we even going to do stockings or what? And I'm like, probably not. He's like, yeah. He's like, we don't really have a place for them. And so like, don't they don't even fireplace? care. They don't even care. We do, but the TV in front of it. I mean, uh, well, anyway, we do that. We've always done stockings, and so the years that we haven't been able to hang them, we just put them on the couch, yeah, in, you know, where they sit and stuff. But I actually like the stocking part because I get to fill them. I fill them, and so it's my favorite thing. And somebody always gets a lump of coal because that's just who we are. <laughs> Isn't and it usually Mackenzie though? It's usually Mackenzie, <laughs> yes. But she, but now they make coal candy, yes. So now we just get her the candy. But anyway, so. Yesterday or the day before, he got home from work. Daryl did. He got home from work, and he's like, "I want to do more." And I said, "Well, what do you mean?" He goes, "Well, I want to get some lights on the banister, and why don't we have a wreath yet?" And you know, there's no lights, and da da da. da. And well, I said, "Who's stopping him?" Well, he works all day. I mean, you know, I, I'm not not in the Christmas spirit, but it's just that he's the one that really gets it going. Like. He buys the eggnog. He turns on iHeartRadio on the TV and we listen to Christmas carols. <laughs> Sounds like me when we were flocking our tree last night or not flocking it, whatever you call it, trimming it. Yes. And I'm just like, I know what's wrong here. And the kids no are music. like, what? And so I turned it to the seasonal channel and it's just like snowy evenings. La, 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 <laughs> yeah. la, la, Yeah, la, he, la. he's all in on, he's like, oh my God, I love this song. And he cranks up silver bells you know i mean just every time whatever. we get in the car everyone knows i'm putting a, we're only listening to christmas music well when we're all in the car and and daryl is driving it is christmas music 
all around. And, you know, the thing is, is I'm not resentful. I don't mind it. It's just that I am not the one. You know, he's the one. He's the glue for the Christmas season. Daryl and I put together, we would make everyone want to throw up, probably. Ultimately. But, you know, like, but, <laughs> but then the kids start to kind of buy into it. Like, by the end of this week... They're going to start asking me when I'm starting to make the Christmas cookies. Like, when are oh. we buying, when are we starting to make my, our Christmas cookies, mom? Because I make them and then we make platters and we give them to neighbors or our friends or whatever. Not only that, but Daryl's like, you know, there's a lot of really um, exciting packaging for giving away cookies and baked goods in the stores right now. And I said, oh, is there? How exciting. <laughs> Wonderful. We, I didn't realize. I mean, he, they all get really excited when I start baking Christmas really? cookies. It's made with aardvark fur. I mean, he's like, they're just, they're really exciting. They're really neat looking. And I said, are they? Are they neat looking? Well, who gets to fill those? I mean. Sure is warm. <laughs> so I, I am starting to get into the spirit because it's time to, you know, attempt. So I have decided that I am not watching national news any longer until really? things get back into some kind of normalcy. At least for another year and a half. You know, they're really, I get that the environment in our world is feeling cataclysmic. I, too, am looking forward to the apocalypse, everybody. But until then, we just have to deal. So I'm just deciding that it's time to find a way to unhinge my brain out of this mass chaos that the media is creating. And it's time to just watch the Hallmark Channel, Little House on the Prairie, lots of copious amounts of spiked eggnog. I mean, it's time. You know, I'm, I'm going to force myself into the Christmas spirit because I'm done with ugly humanity. I'm ready to try to find some happiness and some peace. You know that's, what I'm saying? It's time to embrace my inner Mrs. Griswold. I think that's why I'm probably almost done with my Christmas shopping because I have been <laughs> sitting online Christmas shopping, yes. listening to my Christmas music or my, you know, various podcasts that I yes. like to listen to and, you know, helping my kids with their homework and, you know, taking yeah. my various amounts of pills, which we'll talk about when we get to our ugly and awkward moments. And that's yeah. my life right now. And right. I'm pretty okay with that because, you know, unless there's something I need to know about. And actually, I was really disappointed because today was supposed to be a very stormy, windy day and that didn't happen. And that, that was it's tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow is when it's coming. So the stormy weather's coming. Well, the weather outside is frightful. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's go to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. So <laughs> mine's a bit of a story. Yes. So as I've mentioned before, I have taken, I've had some health issues. I do take medication. More specifically, I suffer from what I've classified as migraines, but more specifically, my doctor or my neurologist call trigenial neuralgia, which yes. is basically facial nerve pain. It is painful. And so I have been seeing him for uh, about a year and a half. I've tried various medications to try and regulate um, or alleviate the pain. Sure. And so most recently I went to see him. The appointments are usually about an hour. So I don't get to see him that often because he, I think they, when you see a specialist like that, the appointments are um, because they allot an hour they're pretty far. Like my next appointment is in four months. So. Right. It's it's a very thorough Examination, discussion. Yes. And then you come back in four months. Right. We were talking and they were wanting to try some new medications. And one of the medications they were wanting to try is an anticonvulsant. They give it to people who have seizures. Yes. And it's called Topamax. And the doctor I see, he's a resident and he had consulted the chief doctor who was a older Italian doctor and he okay. came in to see me and even though he was older he was so incredibly attractive <gasps> really well he was Italian Jamie I yeah, mean he's probably very good looking I mean he, I don't know how old he was but he Doesn't had an, ex an incredibly 
gorgeous head of hair that oh, was Oh god, I love good hair on That me. was styled very nicely. I and think that's why that's why I like Kurt Russell. He's got yeah. good hair. He was shorter and he had a very trim like a thin kind of frail body. But yes. I think he Slight. like held my hand at one point and he was oh just God, like, Paul. we need to put you. And he had a very thick accent. <gasps> and I was just like, <sighs> you're like, I'll do whatever you I'm say. I'm like, I could fall in love with you, even though you're like 80. <laughs> <laughs> and so he says, I want to put you on a medication called Dopamax. And I'm like, what? Dopamax. Dopamax? And he's like, no, Topamax. I'm like, oh. oh Topamax and so we talked and so it's like a baseline medication that's supposed to help calm the nerve yes and then the other medications will just help with breakthrough pain so after that doctor left I talked to my regular doctor I'm like I don't know why I called it Dopamax and he's like well he's like it's kind of funny you say that because he says that's what people call it as like a nickname and I'm like oh really why and he says well because um, sometimes when you take it, he says, it makes you feel like you've been drinking. Oh, great. <laughs> he says, like, you're doped up. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. Is it or isn't it? Depends on, yeah. I mean, is it like the spins or is it before well, the spins? Well, that's what I said. I'm like, well, how do you mean? And he says, well, sometimes your speech can get slurred or you can have a hard time recalling your words. Oh, I'm like, well, that may not be good. And he's like, oh, really? Why? And I said, well, I I have a podcast. And so he turned and looked at me and he slumped back in his chair. He's like, really? <laughs> and like, he got totally normal So on he me. totally knows what a podcast is. Okay, so I'm at that point where I'm old enough now where my doctor is younger than me. Uh, Paula, you're not 80, but I understand what you're saying. I started telling him all about it. I gave him my business card and I said, you know, if, if you're curious, I'm like, you know, check it out and... So he assured me that, you know, the side effects shouldn't be like, you know, so significant. I'm not going to sound like Dick Clark or anything. So <laughs> welcome to the New Year's Rocky. <laughs> That's not going to be you. Hopefully not. Okay. Well, we'll record you if it does just for shits and giggles. That's mean, but you would do it. You would do it. Yeah, I probably like, would. I would. Jerry, I'm starting to sound like I was stroke. Hurry up. Set up the mic. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, so what's your awkward moment? I mean, this is a good story, but what what so, have you done? So he starts typing up everything, and then I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, waiting. And then I start to think, and I'm like, you know what? I didn't really tell him the context of our show. Oh, or, you're concerned. You know, the things that we talk about. I'm like, what if he's, like, highly religious? What did you say? What if he's ultra-conservative? So I said, you know, if if you're a extraordinarily religious or, you know, ultra-conservative <laughs> oh, or, you know, anything like that, you, you might want to you know, just not listen to our show. And he's like, no, he's like, I'm not ultra conservative. He's like, I'm, I'm more middle of the road. And I said, no, I don't mean as like a, a social status. I just mean like, you know, if you're offended by the word cunt. I said, <laughs> I didn't say oh, that. Okay. I said, you know, just, I said, if you are more easily offensive, offended or, uh, you know, offensive. <laughs> yeah. And I said, and also, you might want to explain to your wife what that business card is. I said, I wouldn't want her to get the wrong idea or anything like that. So you so just I continued just, to, to you know, talk. I just started to ramble because, you know, we're so good at small talk. Oh, my God. Really. And so bad. In those kind of environments, especially with doctors. Well, is, was it so. one of those situations where he just started to stare at you because you just wouldn't shut up? No, he just kept typing, thank God. But I just, I didn't really know when to stop. And eventually, I think he just kind of turned and, and, and smiled and put his hand out, like, to shake it. And I'm like, okay, I'll just stop talking. Oh, poor thing. You're trying so hard to be normal. When I'm not, like, in the business world working, I don't know how to, and even then, I mean, really, I'm Paula, just a giant bundle of awkward. I really am. We have many, many moments proving that it doesn't matter if you're working or not. We all know how I awkward really, we are. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you're doing it. We don't belong. I feel like we sigh a lot <laughs> when we're talking about ourselves. We don't belong, no matter where we are. We don't. We we only belong with each other, which is why we're the only ones that will have us. It is true. I was trying to explain something to Victor last night, mm-hmm. and I said, look, I'm like, I can't explain why I understood why Stephanie ate a piece of tuna. Through plastic in a grocery through store. Through a piece of plastic out of a grocery store mm-hmm. container. Because she couldn't And he herself. says, how do you understand that? I and do. I'm like, I can't explain it to you. I'm like, do you know how twins have their own language? He's like, yeah. <laughs> 
It's like that. I said, I just can't explain it. And he says, you're not making any sense. I'm like, but I am. But but we all know what you mean. And what's funny is that if you had read that thread, no one would understand what the hell that was about. But we all knew exactly what was going on. And when he posted, I'm like, honey, just don't. I'm like, please don't. You don't know what you're saying. All right. Well, what's yours? Well, mine was not not as rambly as that, but it was very very similar in in context. However, I was at Trader Joe's. It was one of those things where okay, now I know this is roundabout. It has nothing to do with my awkward moment, but it kind of does. I bought some jeans online. <laughs> I bought some jeans online about a month ago. What were you thinking? Well, the brand Express, you know, the store Express. Yeah, they have a high end denim line called Rerock Jeans. <laughs> And they're really good jeans. They're like they're like one hundred and eighty dollars a pair, but they're the best jeans ever. And so, and they fit. Does it stand for we we rock? R E rock, re rock. Okay, so I but for Asians. <laughs> that's funny. And no, I have I really struggle finding jeans because I have a small waist and a big ass, and so I can't just buy jeans that fit my ass because then I have them falling down around my hips or they're too tight in the ass and I look weird and so I it's, have the opposite problem I have a big waist and a small ass yeah well I I have this giant j-lo ass and a tiny waist sexy sure except that nothing fits and I'm short on top of it so it's very difficult to find jeans that fit me right so I did a, a ton of research found these jeans okay so they stopped making them they discontinued them, but they still have jeans. And I'm like, well, they look the same, so I'll order them. I ordered them twofold. One, I've gone down a size in my jeans, which I didn't cool. know until I bought them. Two, these jeans are big everywhere. So when I put them on, it's kind of like when you buy maternity clothes versus plus size clothes when you're pregnant, where yeah. maternity clothes are only big in the tummy, but because yeah. there's such a few choices, you'll go plus size instead, or you'll go a bigger size so that you can wear something cute. Well, these jeans are big everywhere. And so they right. are, they, they feel like I'm wearing plus size clothing because they're big all the way down to the to the bottom of the jean. Right. And so I feel weird in them and they're uncomfortable. And I said, they feel like like I'm wearing plus size clothing and because they're, they're big everywhere and not just in the butt. But I, I've got to do more research to find the jeans. I've got to find more jeans that fit properly again. So I have these ugly jeans on that I hate. And I go into Trader Joe's and I'm wearing my Uggs with them because the bottoms are so big that right. they, I feel like I feel like I'm wearing poor people clothes like when you were a kid and you had to wear like okay. Kmart brand and you were embarrassed. That's kind right. of how I feel in these clothes and these pants. And so I have them on and I'm like, I'm just going to run in with my ugly jeans and I'm going to run in and get what I need and run out. So I'm walking in the door with a Trader Joe's worker. He's got, he's on his phone. He's clearly coming back from his break. He, we kind of just kind of look at each other because we walk in at the same time. He does his thing. I go blowing through the store get in line and you know i feel like kind of like a shaved dog i just want to get in and out of society <laughs> so I'm s- well, why are you wearing that because i didn't well first of all they're new and i was hoping that the second pair would fit differently and they didn't and i and it was getting late and i had to go so i'm in line i get to the register now you know how much i love trader joe's because the the male cashiers flirt with you and i don't care yeah. if it's part of their training or not i appreciate it Right. And so I'm standing there and this guy is, you know, checking, checking my things. And the new employee, the employee who we walked in together, he was bagging my groceries and he's new. Is that a pun? I wish. No. And he's new <laughs> and he's adorable, but he's, and he, you know, he's new. And so uh, the guy who's checking my stuff turned to him and said something and he looks at me, he goes, oh, it's his first day. So I can't just nod and go, oh, well, that's great. Instead, I have to start talking. Oh, Jamie. So I said. You don't talk about the jeans, do you? (laughs) No. No, I didn't. I just had to mention how I felt because I was already feeling awkward and ugly when I walked in. So this is how my brain works. He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, we walked in together. He goes, man, you blew through this store really fast. The new guy is saying this to me. And in my brain, I'm going, that's because I'm feeling really ugly right now because I'm wearing these really hideous jeans that I feel like I bought at the Goodwill. But I don't want to tell you that because you could give two shits about why I'm walking quickly and trying to get in and out of society. 
And then, of course, I almost stutter, too, on top of it. I go, well, I try not I try not to stay here as long because I could really buy everything while I'm here. And he's like, oh, OK. And so then I go, so is there like a hazing process when you're when you're new? And the registered guy looks at me like, what? And I see And the other guy goes, a hazing? And I go, yeah, you know, like, do they give you like crap? Like, do they tell you to like move a bunch of stuff? And then they say, oh, just kidding. You have to move it back. And then he finally understood what I was saying. And he goes, oh, you mean like go get that basket way over there and then there's no basket? I go, yeah. Do they do that? He goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm just sitting there humming and hawing. And then they're like, okay, thank you. And then I, I'm walking away and I I turn around. <laughs> Jamie? I turn, I turn around and I go, <laughs> I can't even say that. I turn around and I go, well, I hope you're here the next time I come back. <laughs> Why? I don't know. And I go, and then he's, there, he's like, me too. <laughs> I keep walking and I go, no. <laughs> Stop. Like, Stop. Stop. I, just, I walked out the door and I'm like, what was that? What was that? <laughs> God, I need a Wait, you did what? I just left. I like turned around and ran out. I was like, I got to get out of here. I've got to stop talking to this poor new guy. Jeez, I had I to go to tra- said something else. I had to go to Trader Joe's yesterday and I was praying he wasn't there. Was he? No. Thank oh, God. Thank God. He probably was praying you weren't there too. The God, I was there. so embarrassed. Why? <laughs> What was the matter with you? It was the ugly jeans. I have to. I'm just like, I don't want to talk to people. Don't interact with me. I like, look were ugly. Were you trying to distract them so they wouldn't look at your pants? <laughs> no. I Is just, that what it was? You know what? I've done that before. You know like, if you keep talking, like, keep looking at my face so you won't look at my clothes. I don't know. <laughs> I was just so dumb. I just couldn't believe how dumb I was being. God. And I'm like, and then I left going. Okay, I'm not going to continue speaking to him because he's going to think I'm flirting or something. And I'm t- I'm so not flirting with him. I don't think that's what he would think. He'd probably just think you were a creep or something. <laughs> I really hope so. I really, ho- I swear to God, I, I the, here's the problem. I know I'm going to run into him eventually at some point. Well, just ignore him the next time. <laughs> Act like you don't even remember who he is. Yes. Oh, I was going to tell you so. Oh, I'll tell you after we say goodbye. Okay. All right. Well, uh, if you are doing Christmas shopping, we encourage you to please use our Amazon link. Um, Go to our UglyTruth.com website under Ugly Mall or just on our main Ugly Truth page. There is the Amazon link. We also have our Avon shop there, too. Yeah. And then also on our main page, we also have the link to the NAMI website, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness you know, we talk pretty heavily about Christmas and the excitement and the joy and the happiness that it brings us. But, you know, the holidays are bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's good times, but there's also the not so good times. So we want to help folks that, you know, may not have such a great go of it when it comes to the holidays. And so visit the website, um, learn about ways that you can have some awareness. Uh, Maybe it's just reading an article that might help you out. Um, Getting in touch with some local folks that will help you cope better with the holidays. We want to make sure that everyone is being comforted and having the, the support and the help that they need to get through the holidays and bring in a great 2016. Yeah. So that said we will close and we will talk to everyone next week thank you for joining us and have a good week thanks for tuning in to another episode of the ugly truth until next time be ugly and own it